You are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Robert Marsbach. We believe that these devotions will encourage and strengthen you. So tune in, connect, and be blessed. For any more information, please visit us online at lifechurchuk.org. Welcome to Live Devotions. Thank you for joining me today. Armed with holiness. I know yesterday I talked to you about being armed with righteousness from Ephesians chapter 6 where we read about the armor of God. But for me personally, I have come to long for and desire to be armed with His holiness. And you can read about God's holiness throughout Scripture. And you can see, as Peter would say in 1 Peter chapter 1, uh, I think verse 23, there is none holy, or verse 15, there is none holy but the Lord. As it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. And to think, dear friends, that God, who is holy, holiness is the union of His righteousness and His love, so to speak. It is the perfection of His divinity, that He would arm you with that, so work it in you. I read a scripture many years ago in Leviticus chapter 11. I should just quickly read it to you, verse 3. And that scripture, the Holy Spirit planted inside of my heart and has always stayed with me. Excuse me, it is chapter 10, verse 3. And Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke, saying, But those who come near me I must be regarded as holy, and before all the people I must be glorified. And when I read that, the Holy Spirit implanted that into my being, because the Word is a living seed, and began to give this yearning inside of me, that I long to know Him holy and see Him glorified in all that I am and say and do. And that has become a very strong part of my life in God, in my praying. And, and, and of late, it has become a daily prayer that I'm armed with His holiness, that His holiness keeps me. And you could see, for example, now that I've started on these thoughts, all these scriptures come flooding through my being here that I I cannot bear not to share with you. Uh, But it says here in Numbers, if I can find the scripture quick enough, it says, and the Lord will show who is holy by whom he draws near to himself. Uh, Okay. Um, Okay, and it is chapter 16 of Numbers, verse 5. The Lord will show who is His and who is holy and will cause Him to come near to Him. That one whom He chooses, He will cause to come near to Him. And in Leviticus, what I read to you a moment ago, He said, for those who are near to Him, who stand beside Him, 
who are one with him. He must be known in them as holy and in them he must be glorified. And friends, it is absolutely the work of our Lord Jesus Christ to reconcile you to the Father, to bring you near to him, to give you a dwelling place in the Holy of Holies where he dwells. I mean, come on, it says it right there in Ephesians 2, that you who once were dead in sin and trespasses are now made alive with Christ and are given joint seating with him in the heavenly realms. And I know our natural mind can struggle with what that means, but Jesus, a man, represents you and me there. He is there for you and me. And we are one with him as he is one with us. You see, he became one with us in his death on the cross. So we now through the cross become one with him in his resurrection. The Bible says he died for our transgressions. He was raised for our justification in Romans chapter 4, verse 24, 25. And oh, I love those verses, friends. I want to encourage you today. Begin to believe that God arms you with his holiness. You see, let me just go ahead, since I've mentioned to you now Ephesians 2. Let me just read this little verse here from Romans chapter 1, verse 4. And <clears throat> Jesus is declared to be the Son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. The same spirit by which he was raised from the dead, that spirit of holiness, is what comes into you and me when we receive Jesus as Lord and Savior and we are made alive unto God with his life. Or in simple terms, we're born again. Born again means you're made alive to God. You were dead to God in sin. Now you're alive to God in his righteousness. His righteousness is displayed in that you partake of his life, of that spirit of holiness. You see, if you go with me to Hebrews chapter um, 7, I think, oh, chapter 9 of Hebrews, okay? Look at this, chapter 9 of Hebrews. Okay, <clears throat> verse 8. The Holy Spirit indicating this or showing this that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest while the first tabernacle was still standing. So you had the first tabernacle, you had the, 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 um, the holy place and then the most holy place, okay? And, and the holy place where there were different ministries there was still in action in the Old Testament and showing that the way, thereby the Holy Spirit was using that to show that the way into the Holy of Holies was not yet made manifest to us and, or in us. And here it shows in the scripture, what was the issue? Why wasn't it made manifest yet? Why could we not yet partake in personal experience on the day-to-day -day basis of that life of the Holy of Holies? It says here, you see, it was symbolic of the present time in which both gifts and sacrifice are offered, which cannot make him 
who performs the servant perfect in regard to the conscious. That's the key right there. You see, concerning only foods and drinks and various washings and fleshly ordinances imposed until the time of Reformation. But Christ came as high priest of the good things to come with a greater and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, not the tabernacle of Moses, but that which is not of this creation, but in heaven. Not with the blood of bulls and goats, as the high priest in the Old Testament did, but with his own blood he entered the most holy place once and for us all, having obtained eternal redemption, For if the blood of bulls and goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctified the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, cleanse your conscience from that work so you may serve the living God. You see, this is where we gain access. How do I gain access to that holiness? I'm going to talk about this more in weeks to come, but how do I gain access to this holiness and it becomes an armor for me? It becomes something that empowers me, shields me, holds me, carries me, upholds me. This holiness of God, how? It has to do with your conscience. You see, we don't feel we have access to His holiness because our conscience is struggling. Self-conscious, sin-conscious, world-conscious. Our conscience is, is not purified and therefore we can't perceive it, recognize it, acknowledge it within ourselves. So we feel distant from it. We feel separated from it. We feel stranger to it. We feel that, I don't, I don't understand these people talking about holiness. You know what I mean? And you even mock it maybe and go, ah, yeah, they act so holy, but we know what they're like. You know, and you're a scorner, you're a mocker. And that has to do with your own conscience. What's the answer? It's the blood of our loving Savior. It's the blood of Jesus. And the Holy Spirit is here, I guarantee you, right now while you're listening and watching, the Holy Spirit is here to cleanse your heart from consciousness of sin and to cleanse your heart from consciousness of sin so that you begin to perceive, recognize that holiness of God and it becomes so dear, so beautiful, so precious to you that you want to live in a day and night and you want to be armed with this holiness. You, you want it to own you. You see, it says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 14, I'll read it from the Amplified, I love it. For by a single offering, Jesus has forever completely cleansed and perfected those who are consecrated and made holy. Jesus, by His blood, is now by the Holy Spirit able to forever. Forever means it keeps coming. I love the way Andrew Murray in one of his books, I think Holiest of All or Abiding Christ, or one of those books, he describes this, or Holiness. Uh, One of his books is called Holiness. I love that book. And he describes it this way. He says, life, our life is kind of like a busy, dusty road. And our life and relationship with God is like the grass on the side. And the dust of the busyness of this life just makes that grass all brown and dusty and you can't see the beauty of it, the green of it. But 
there's a little spring in that grass and that spring keeps bubbling up fresh water no no matter how much dust comes from the road, that spring keeps that grass beautifully green. And that spring is the blood of Christ that forever is continuously cleansing you, cleansing your heart from consciousness of sin to live in that consecration and that holiness of His presence. Oh, my dear friends, it becomes like a sweet aroma to your heart. It becomes something that is worth giving up everything for. It becomes something that you say, you know, I used to watch that. I just can't watch it. I don't know what it is, but I just feel everything inside of me going, ooh, I can't. And that is the holiness arming you against being defiled. You see, now by that holiness, you're armed to shun what's unholy. And and you feel, I can't, it's like bruising me. It makes me feel almost physical pain here. And I don't want to have anything to do with it. I want to touch no unclean thing because I'm holy before God, because He's holy and He lives in me. And I am His holy temple, the temple of His Holy Spirit. I mean, folks, I pray this a lot here from Ephesians chapter 1. Blessed be the God, verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ, just as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. Oh, how I pray this all the time. Thank you, Father, that you've chosen me to be holy and without blame in your love, that I live continuously in this consciousness that there is no charge against me, that I'm without blame before you, and that I'm holy as you are holy in your love. Oh, Father, I worship you and I pray like this and pray. And the Holy Spirit bears witness that what is written is now revealed in me through Jesus Christ because all God's promises in His words are yea and amen in Christ Jesus, it says in 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Oh, friends, I want to so charge you in the Lord. Embrace the armor of holiness. Embrace it. Begin to think it, pray it, believe it, and you will be so happy to share that glorious holiness of your loving Heavenly Father that He imparts to you by His Holy Spirit and perfects in you so that it becomes an armor that carries you through this dark world with the light of His holy life. Amen. Have a good day.